Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. On this episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast, the missing Mayan civilization. Welcome to Mystery Kids Podcast. This episode is brought to us by one of our viewers. Um, she sent a cute little message to us, so here it is. I love listening to things like this. Can you please do some Maya and Inca stories? I can't wait to do this episode, and I hope you guys really enjoy it. So about 2,400 years ago, a new tribe of people appeared in Central America. They were unsure where these people came from. They settled in the rainforest of Yucatan Peninsula. They were called the Maya Indians. The Mayans were much more advanced than we once thought. There was about anywhere from about 7 to 11 million people living in this expansive kingdom. America has about 328 million, but they're spread pretty far apart The America across Northern America, whereas this was mostly in Central America. They were a very clever people. They built cities deep in the rainforest. They used stone, wood, and shell tools. They were skilled builders. They built palaces, temples, pyramids, walls, and homes. They built hundreds of beautiful cities. So I originally thought that the Mayan people maybe had like a city or two. I had no idea that the Mayan civilization was this large and this expansive. So the cities were actually connected with very well-built roads that ran through the rainforests and jungles on the Yucatan Peninsula. So every city had a ball court, usually more than one temple, homes, buildings, a palace, and a central plaza. Each city was a center of learning and religion, and each city had its own ruling family. The Mayan city-states never unified. Um, similar to the ancient Greek city-states, the Mayan city-states often went to war with each other. Some historians believe that they were almost always at war with someone. Each city had a palace that housed the city ruler. Palaces were a piece of land used for communal and multi-generational living. The palace itself was a huge multi-story building surrounded by other buildings. The palace buildings were built around an open area or a big central courtyard. 
the rulers' relatives had homes of their own in the palace grounds, or they lived in the palace itself. So it was a place where they kind of kept most of their family or extended family. So some of the nobles' homes within the palace grounds had private gardens, and the palace palace itself could be really quite large, especially when you add the number of other buildings and homes on the palace grounds. It was a very large place to see. So each city had at least one temple. The temple was a place of worship and a home for each of the city's priests. The temples also had a central courtyard where the priests could find some privacy. The pyramids were tombs, so they were a place for those that had died. And the temples, on the other hand, were homes. But temples often were pyramid in shape. So like the pyramids, some temples, they also had a flat surface on the top, and that's where ceremonies were held. So often when you think of pyramids, you think of like an actual shape of a pyramid. It has four sides, um, and it comes to a point at the top. Well, often with the Mayans, they built this four-sided triangle, but on top it was a level so that they could go and have these ceremonies on the top. The Mayans were deeply religious. They prayed at shrines, and to those that had time to spare from their work, they prayed at the temple every single day. A festival was held once every 20 days at the temple to honor the Mayans' gods. By 900 CE, the Mayan cities were mostly deserted. Some people did remain behind, but without enough people to take care of them, the great Mayan cities fell into ruin. That's why the Mayans are called the mysterious Maya. Nobody knows where they came from, and nobody knows where they went, leaving their cities nearly deserted. The ancient Mayans have been studied by archaeologists and historians since the culture was rediscovered in 1843, but not until recently has the exploration of Mayan evidence been found. In 2018, tens of thousands of structures have been found and dozens of miles of roads, canals, and causeways connecting this massive society. Jungle vegetation has literally covered up an entire civilization, leaving future generations not able to discover how the Mayans had truly lived. For 1,200 years, the jungle slowly ate away at the ancient Mayan. In 1929, Charles Lindbergh took his wife Anne for a ride over the Yukon Peninsula, offering a view of the jungle rarely seen before. In her diary, she wrote of unspeakably alone and majestic and desolate, the mark of a great civilization gone. About 2,400 years ago, a new tribe of people appeared in the Central Americas. The new technology that's making all of this new research and new finding of the evidence of these large buildings possible is called the LIDAR the Light Detection and Ranging Imaging. And it's responsible for over 60,000 structures that were just discovered in September 2018, which includes a pyramid that is seven stories high. I will have pictures on our website and also linked in the show notes. The team responsible for the imaging covered an area of almost 800 square miles and fired these pulse 
pulses of lasers at the ground at a rate of 900,000 times per second that gives such an accurate picture of the typography or the ground imaging of any man-made structures that they would stand out against natural jungle. So basically, it projects this light into the ground and around the images to show what the buildings would have possibly looked like during that time. So about only 5% of the 900,000 laser beams that we're firing every second actually reaches the floor of the rainforest. The team then uncovered about 60,000 structures and a series of connecting highways that are making historians rethink just how many people might have lived in the ancient Mayan. While current models estimate that there are about 7 to 11 million people who lived in this Mayan kingdom, researchers are now beginning to think that there was probably double that amount. So anywhere from 14 million to 22 million people. The reason is that this large network of highways that connects this massive agriculture operations to these enormous cities. So it's because of the gardens and the crops and how much food they were producing and the way that these highways were built that they believe that even more people were there than they originally thought. The agricultural findings have been difficult to come by for the researchers because when they are looking for these Mayan artifacts, the jungle overgrowth has made it difficult for researchers to find whole artifacts, artifacts that are put together without extreme digging or taking away parts of the ground in this jungle. So while the jungle continues to swallow everything within its canopy, it's important for researchers to realize how the land has changed over the years. Areas previously thought as too wet for using the land to grow crops were actually found to show evidence of agricultural growth. In fact, much of the area is considered wetland in the jungle has been found to support farming. Researchers found almost 150 square miles of changed land and nearly three times that as viable farmland. They say they found cow-cow, which is what they make cocoa, cocoa butter, and chocolate are all made from, papayas, pineapples, chili peppers, avocados, squash, beans, and maize. Maize is also known as corn. A top researcher of the University of California, Berkeley, said of the agricultural finds, My work has demonstrated that the ancient Mayas were able to work with nature. They were forest gardeners using observational skills developed over centuries, scheduling their annual planting and reaping cycle, their clearing and growing cycle, and their perennial management cycle to work with the forest. So that meant that the people of the Mayans, that all the Mayan people knew how to grow plants and food very, very well. They were able to, um, they knew what food would come back every single year. They knew what food needed to be worked with. They knew what needed to be moved to different areas. It's really advanced work. The researcher went on to say that that is why the dominant plants that blanket this landscape are all useful for fruit, wood, Roofs, construction, products, oil, medicine, incense, and poison. That means that the Mayan planting is still having an effect on the rainforest to this day. 
The most recent findings tell a story story of culture and of an empire that was large, and it required massive organization to keep the whole civilization going. We already mentioned that there was massive highway systems that enabled remote locations to be connected to the big city of the Mayans. So what could have happened to the Mayans? Their cities were densely populated, and they had a fantastic handle on agriculture. The Mayans had also had these interconnecting roads. They were even raised off the ground to combat against the flooding. So they raised all these roads off the ground. They had houses off the ground. And they even had waterways to link the two important settings of their society. We don't know exactly why. We do know that the Mayans were not the only civilization in the area over a thousand years ago and may have been may have fallen because of either war or internally a battle within their own civilizations. The Aztec arrived on the scene a couple hundred years later. So even though the defensive structures suggest that they were constantly at threat from outside attack, the Aztecs may not be the reason why they abandoned their cities. Military conquest from invaders is one great idea, but more likely invasions from the outside came crumbling from the social structures from the inside. So instead of an outside society come and breaking down the Mayan civilization, it was their own civilization crumbling inside. Their own civilization might have began to run against them. Just as the fall of Rome did not mean the end of the Romans, there are many descendants of the ancient Mayans living in Central America today. About 40% of the Guatemala's modern population, along with hundreds of thousands of people outside of Guatemala, trace their ancestry back to the ancient Mayan. As war began around them, the systems that used to hold the Mayan cities together, such as the trade alliances, may have begun to fall apart between the different Mayan cities. Many believe that these breakdowns led to the loss of power in the Mayan leaders, that their systems of rituals and I- that identify the leaders as living gods may have broken down which then would make them not believe in the leaders and all the civilization would have crumbled around them. So we have these people that might not believe in their leaders anymore. And now the society around them is crumbling because they don't believe that their leaders are to trust anymore. So another theory why the Mayans disappeared is how they were using the land around them. So from these studies that were produced from this light radar sonar technology, we know that the Mayans were smart enough to rotate their crops, which is the practice of growing different crops one after another on the same land to preserve the product productivity of the capacity of the soil. So that means that they would move around the land to keep the soil well kept. But if their population and the food demands got too big for the surrounding areas to support, then it's possible that the Mayans couldn't have could have caused this massive forest erosion. So they wouldn't have been able to plant in the soil anymore because it would have not been healthy enough and like have enough nutrients to continue to grow anymore. And also with their dependence on rainwater, if a drought struck the area, it's also a thought that it could contribute to the major die-off of their population. The scientists have analyzed the sediments or the material under the Lake Chichen Chanab 
in the Yucatan Peninsula and found that right about the time we see a dip in the Mayan culture, a major drought took away 70% of their water supply. Losing 50% had happened a few times before that, but they say even 30% of loss of water supply would have led to huge problems for the Mayans and their growth. We know that Columbus arrived in the scene in 1492 and that uh, the conquistador Cortes came nearly 30 years later. By that time, many Mayan cities were like they are today, hidden under the growth of the rainforest. And the main city, the Mayan city of Chichen Itza, was one of the last cities still in existence that had the Mayan inhabitants. Chichen Itza was eventually taken by the Spanish. The Spanish won by turning the rival tribes against them. Emperor Matsuzuma of the Aztecs did not experience a good end to his time as emperor. Cortes took Emperor Matsuzuma's city with only 400 men. They killed the emperor and then killed an estimate of 240,000 people on his way to founding Mexico City, which was a great loss to the, what was left over of the Mayan tribe. One Mayan city managed to hold out for about 150 more years. Teazal was decidedly the Mayans' last holdout that managed to live freely from Spanish rule. The town is located in the Guatemala's lake region, and it makes it extremely difficult to actually get to this city. Cortes did manage to make it to the area during his conquest in 1525. When he was confronted by the Spanish invader, the leader of the city promised Cortes that his people would convert to Christianity. It was a lie, but Cortes believed the leader and he moved on. The Spanish then left the city alone until 1697, when 235 Spanish soldiers armed with muskets successfully took the city. Unfortunately, the Spanish soldiers also destroyed most of the items of cultural significance. Mayan culture largely went underground for the next couple of centuries, as Christian inhabitants of the area were largely uninterested in digging up the pagan culture's ruins. So they believed that this Mayan culture and religion was based off of um, more like devil worship. So since they wanted to be good people, they didn't want to dig up these culture ruins or keep anything of significance. That all changed in 1843 when a man named John Lloyd Stevens wrote a book titled Incidents of Travel in Yucatan. Though El Castillo in Chichan Itza was nearly completely covered by overgrowth, Stevens found the area fascinating. Since then, the Mayan culture has been carefully studied. Because of rainforest growth and the destruction of so many cultural artifacts by the Spanish, there was still so much we don't know about the Mayans. So here are some things we do know. The Mayans were very interested in medicine. The people were extremely resourceful and able to think of creative ways to heal people. They used everything at their disposal, from plants and trees to their own hair. Mayans would use human hair to suture or stitch up wounds, which was highly effective at keeping wounds closed in a time where there were no antiseptics. 
The Mayans were also so advanced that they even had prosthetics for patients with lost limbs. So prosthetics are if you lose an arm or a leg, it is a new kind of man-made arm or leg. The archaeologists have unearthed Mayans with jade and even turquoise limbs. One theory about the Mayan culture is that the that people were very interested back in 2012 was that the world was going to end on December 21st, 2012, according according to the Mayan calendar. The Mayan calendar actually recycles every 2,880,000 days. The Mayan long count calendar starts over almost every 8,000 years. And the Mayans never said that the restart would bring about doomsday. That was a result of people thinking about the apocalypse today and how popular it is right now. Fortunately, the Mayans had two other calendar systems, and they were far more accurate. The Mayans were extremely, uh, extremely smart about figuring out the celestial patterns in the stars. Based on the Earth's movements and within the cosmos, the Mayans determined the world was created on August 11th, 3000. 114 BC. According to fossil records, they they don't believe that's the case, but it was really impressive that they had figured out or tried to figure out how old the earth was back in that time. One of the calendars that Mayan followed is way more similar to the Gregorian calendar system that we follow today. It has 365 days in the year and each day was given a name. That means when the parents had children, they named them after the day of the year, without many exceptions. The calendar was really holy to the Mayans, and it also showed up in a lot of their structure. Perhaps the most well-known city, and thus the greatest mystery to the Mayan culture, is the ancient city of Chichen Itzia. Itzia. It was founded sometime around the 500s and was probably invaded by the Mayans about 500 years later. The Great Pyramid, called El Casio, is at the heart of the city, was built some time after the invaders arrived. It's an extremely impressive structure that speaks to the Mayans' understanding of astronomy and the Earth's place in the cosmos. It has 91 steps on each side, or 364 total, with one more at the top making one for every day of the year. The rituals used to take place on Chichen Itza are legendary. One of the reasons that Chichen Itza was a thriving city is because of its fresh water supply. The Mayans relied on sea notes for water. Sea notes are natural deep water wells or sinkholes, which are fed by the filtration of rain and by currents of underground rivers that are born in the heart of the earth. We actually talked about one of these sinkholes in Oregon um, in a a couple episodes ago. They also used them for their most infamous rituals. The Mayans relied completely on rain to fill the cenotes, and they would make a sacrifice to the god of rain if necessary, which meant that they would usually send a person in to drown in the water. And when the land was purchased in 1904, the owner began dredging or like searching the bottom of the cenote. He found countless skeleton and jewels that were paid to the god of rain. The Mayans created one of the first known written languages. They tried to write on just about everything, which is such a good thing because when the Spanish arrived, they destroyed nearly all the written work that was created by the Mayans. 
Historians and linguists have been gathering pieces of these written works and have translated them for decades, which is no easy task um, throughout all the rainforest. And they are really difficult to see because they've been destroyed over time. The Mayan language is also one of the most complex the world has ever seen. Mayans were also extremely highly literate as the average citizen could likely read and write, which was extremely uncommon during that time frame. Even though historians have been able to determine that there was only one Mayan language to start with, nowadays there are at least 70 different languages spoken that all stem from there. Mayan cultures spread throughout Central America and spanned two continents. This separation resulted in a rich diversity of dialects that varied by region. It's estimated there are about 5 million people who still speak at least one of those dialects. Mayans may have known about metal, but they never weaponized it. Instead, they mainly used obsidian, which is a type of volcanic rock. Obsidian could be shaped and sharpened enough to penetrate Spanish steel, but it was also very brittle and prone to breaking. Obsidian tips were placed on the darts and arrows. As long as 40,000 years ago, the Mayans used what is known as an atlatl to hurl missile, sharp missiles through the air. The atlatl was an effective weapon against large animals animals such as a woolly mammoth, but once larger game died off, the Mayans switched mainly to the bow and arrow. The Mayan people loved to play ball. Courts for the games have been found in nearly every major Mayan city. The Spanish did destroy much of the Mayan people, but through painstaking efforts by scholars over the past 100 years, all different writings have been found that have been assembled and translated. Much of their culture still survives and has been passed on through their descendants. There is even the ancient Mayans variation of the game called Ulama still played. More is still being learned of this ancient culture. Porter's Ponderings on the Mayan Civilization What do you think happened to the Mayan people? Would you want to live back in the Mayan days? Would you like to visit the old Mayan ruins? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mystery Kids podcast. We appreciate it so much. And if you could do us a huge favor and leave us a review, we love to read your reviews. We love to see your five-star reviews. And it means so much to us because that gets the word out to more people. We've also hit 65 thousand plays in just a year of this podcast being around it seriously every single time blows my mind that I look at the numbers so I really appreciate it and appreciate that you continue to support this podcast and be with us so thank you so much for listening don't forget to check out our website and I will have all the resources also listed on our website page as well and our pictures from this episode so thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time on the mystery kids podcast thanks for listening